learning how to use my divine feminine energy with self-care, with rituals, with connecting to the moon phases, as well as eating for my menstrual cycle. What nutrition is going to support rising estrogen levels? What nutrition is going to support rising progesterone levels and reduce high cortisol levels so that the estrogen dominance that I was experiencing, which is high estrogen in relation to low progesterone, um, how can I heal that naturally? I am an empowerment coach. I am here to empower you to create the life that you want to live. which it never does, so you can probably hear the rain. So before we get started today, if you have been listening to the show and loving it, I would so appreciate it if you would subscribe. And also, please leave a review. It could be your words that inspire a sister to listen and Maybe something that she learns about on the show will change her life. Think about when you first went to a moon circle. Think about when you first heard about the blood mysteries. Think about when you learned that you could create anything that you create in your life from your womb space. So things like this. And that brings me to the interview today So I'm going to be interviewing Allie McPhee from Modern Goddess Lifestyle. And I met Allie over the summer at the Red Tent Priestess Activation. And Allie is a chef. Allie prepared this incredible food for us over our training. And she also taught us a class on how to eat for our moon cycles. That was life-changing for me. Then I ended up taking her course, Goddess in Rhythm. Then I had her do a class for us via Zoom at the Red Tent Priestess Activation here in December. And for the most part, most of us don't have this information. And Allie is so inspired and so excited about all things Yoni Health related. And we need to know this information. So I'm excited to have Allie on the show. She is just a wellspring of excitement and knowledge. And so here we go. Allie McPhee from Modern Goddess Lifestyle. Okay, welcome. We are here live on the Silver Lake Priestess podcast. I'm Jamie Black, and I'm here with Allie McVie of Modern Goddess Lifestyle. Welcome, Allie. Thank you. Thank you so much for hosting me, Jamie. Hello, everybody. You're welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. So I met Allie this past summer at um, my first red tent at the Red Tent Priestess Activation with Laura and Grail up in Ashland. And Ali 
is uh, a priestess. Allie is a chef. Allie is an entrepreneur, and she teaches women and empowers women how to take care of their bodies and their health and to honor their hormones and their moon cycle and how to support all of that. And the work that she does is so needed and has really helped me through um, just my own adrenal fatigue this summer and we had her at the Red Tent Priestess activation. We had a live with her and we, um, via internet, we had her join us. And so I've been really excited to have you on the show. I'm really excited to share mm-hmm. you and the information that you offer. So welcome again. Welcome. Thank you. I just love you and the work that you do and your passionate heart, your open heart. So I'm just honored to be here with you today and, and get juicy in this conversation. <laughs> So, um, just tell us, okay, we want to hear about your process. So I'm sharing women on this podcast that have their own businesses, women that are doing spiritual work or work with women and that are braving having their own business and spending all of their time and energy focusing on their sacred purpose and really focusing on getting the message and the information that's coming through them out there so that it can be shared with the rest of the world. So I think it's helpful for all of us to be exposed to other sisters that are just like us that are figuring it out because it is such a scary step to step forward, but it is also the time that the information that we need is coming from each other and it's coming from each other being in the same position, right, that we are in and that's how we're relating. And so um, I have heard you share about your story of how you got on this path how you even created the modern goddess lifestyle and why you even felt like it was necessary to create business around this. So I would love to hear from you about that journey and and how it started for you. And because we did meet in the priestess way, did it start with that? Did it start with you connecting with being a priestess and maybe that sort of work or what does that something that came along during your journey of healing yourself? Wow. Great question. And I don't think anyone's asked me about my story in this way before. So I'm like really excited to intertwine priestess, the work of modern goddess lifestyle and as an entrepreneur, like what I had to overcome to be able to offer my gifts to the world. So thank you for this, this question, Jamie. I really, I'm excited to dive into it. Um, Okay, my work as a priestess, well, I found the goddess when I was 15 years old. I was raised Catholic. I had no idea what I was doing when I was going out to the full moon praying and having ritual and ceremony. (laughs) It was just kind of something that I was gravitated towards. I've, I've always been really connected to the earth, and I've always been very intuitive and very empathic, which I think that that's what led me to my hormonal health crisis that I had in my mid-20s. I helped open a restaurant, uh, raw food, gluten-free, vegan. It was half raw food, half vegan cooked, completely gluten-free, dairy-free restaurant in Indianapolis in 2014. And prior to that, two years prior to that, I got off the birth control pill and I had been on it, the contraceptive, for five years. And I read this book called The Red Tent, which activated my understanding of 
the connection to the moon and this tribal community connection of sisters bleeding together, bleeding on the new moon, uh, taking time and, and creating space to honor their menstrual flow and pass down their lineage and share information and take care of their bodies like that opened a whole new paradigm for me. And when I read that book, I realized how disconnected I was to my womb. And it was the first time I heard my womb pulse. I literally felt this like pulsating feeling. And I realized that with the birth control pill, um, and I didn't know all the hormone science until, you know, later when I started studying to be a women's health and nutrition coach. But at the time I recognized that the moon goes through changes, you know, it goes from new to to waxing half, to full, to waning half, back to, to new. And I felt so dull. I felt the same all the time. And my juicy libido that I had at one point was like very dull. And I was in a relationship that I was just not interested in making love in. And my creative energy was really dull at that time as well. And I felt like the same person all the time. And I wondered like, where was this inner vibrancy that I used to have? Where did that go? And I realized it dawned on me that maybe it was the birth control pill because there's a certain amount of hormones that are released from the pill each month. And maybe it was messing with my own body's rhythm. So I was reading the red tent at the time, as well as, um, I was reading women's bodies, women's wisdom by Christian Northrup would highly recommend amazing book. And I realized that I wanted to discontinue the birth control contraceptive to find out what my inner rhythm was and if I could receive some of this creativity and juiciness back. So I got off the birth control pill. I had a whole ceremony around it and I didn't get my flow for two years. <laughs> I think I spotted here and there every once in a while, but for the majority, I didn't have a flow. And when my flow actually came back, it was when I was opening the restaurant in 2014. And so I was working 80-hour work weeks um, as the head chef opening this restaurant. I didn't have a day off the first the first month. And my flow came back, and my flow came back two weeks every single month. And this went on for like 10 months. I would have anywhere from five to eight days of brown, sometimes even like really dark, clotty, almost blackish blood. And then when my red flow would come, it was heavy waterfall um, just exhausting. There's so much coming out of me all the time. And what I ended up finding out when I got tested for my hormones was I had high estrogen, low progesterone, and super high cortisol levels, which are the stress hormones. Uh, and stress def directly impacts estrogen levels. But later I found out the birth control pill does impact progesterone levels because just like the moon fluctuates, uh, so does our hormones. So we have estrogen predominantly in the first half of our cycle, pre-ovulation, estrogen levels climb. And in the second half of the cycle, we have higher progesterone levels. And what birth control pills do is they suppress ovulation. So there's no need for our body to create progesterone and instead, we receive progestin, which is a synthetic progesterone, and it can cause a lot of women to have depletion in progesterone levels, as well as it can affect our microbiome and our digestion, which then affects our hormones even more, and our mood, and our emotions, and our energy levels. So I found all this out, but it's been a journey. I was uncovering the pieces while literally feeling so fatigued, so exhausted, that I actually ended up resigning from that, that position as head chef to nurture my health. And going to the doctor, getting the test done, hearing that I needed synthetic progesterone to balance, that is when I would say um, my connection to the goddess came back in full force. I was um, 
really awakening to my womb space. I was familiar with the goddess um, and the cycles of womanhood, not just our cycle of um, the menstrual cycle, how we uh, expand and then contract, we um, birth and bleed each month, but also the cycles of womanhood being uh, going into paramenopause, paramenopause, or or moonpause. I like to call it moonpause instead of menopause. Like the cycles all throughout woman, how womanhood, how we're constantly shifting and changing, and we need different things throughout our life. We need different nutrition. We need different practices. Um, there's stages of life we go through and we're always changing and always shifting and wait, awakening to this, um, that helped me awaken to this path of divine feminine energy that it's messy. It's wild. It's cyclical. It's ever changing. It's shape shifting and society's linear, linear based, you know, nine to five, this is what you do every day. Um, it wasn't supporting the health of this energy that I wanted to cultivate within. So that's when the goddess came back for me and I helped to open Red Tent Indie, which was Indianapolis's um, Red Tent group. It's three and a half years old now. I no longer live in Indianapolis, but it's still being carried on, carried on by the women there. And uh, helping our community connect with our divine feminine energy, which also, um, and then birthing modern goddess lifestyle, studying to be a women's health and nutrition coach and learning how to use my divine feminine energy with self-care, with rituals, with connecting to the moon phases, as well as eating for my menstrual cycle. What nutrition is going to support rising estrogen levels? What nutrition is going to support rising progesterone levels and reduce high cortisol levels so that the estrogen dominance that I was experiencing, which is high estrogen in relation to low progesterone, um, how can I heal that naturally? And so throughout this process, um, I connected with my inner feminine as well as my menstrual cycles decreased from two weeks to three to five days. I don't feel pain when they come. I celebrate my menstrual cycle. I love it. I don't see it as a curse. I give my blood back to the earth and I take time to really get in touch with my intuition at this sacred time of the month. And that has flown out into all my ways of relating and into my business too. And so with Modern Goddess Lifestyle, I help women balance their hormones naturally now with nutrition, divine feminine practices, um, tantric self-care practices, breath work, really helping us tap into this inner creatrix energy and be our own medicine women and heal from the inside out. Yeah, so that's that's my story. <laughs> you know, as you were as you were sharing that, I was actually remembering the time in my life that I have been the most disconnected was when I was on birth control, and I I had a really adverse reaction to birth control pills when I had first started that experience when I was like eighteen. I mean, it totally dried up my whole system, and I didn't even want to have sex so it was I was like okay there's not really any point of this and then I ended up getting on the Depo-Provera shot Mm. and that was so great to me because I didn't bleed and then even when I stopped taking it I didn't bleed for five years and my I I loved it I would even like brag about it and my mother at one point was we were having a conversation and she hadn't known any of this and she was like what you know, you need to go in, you need to go in right now. You need to go see like a woman doctor and get, figure out what's going on because that's not healthy. We're so disconnected. 
we're so disconnected as uh, all of us, but like I've lived in Los Angeles for like 23 years. I'm in real city life here and we just want to like plug it up, forget about it. And the idea of like not even having a cycle is like, it's great. It's convenient. And um, it's, that's being so disconnected. And so it's also after you, your own self have this experience of being disconnected and then how your life changed when you become connected to yourself and your cycles again, and then realizing how important it is to share this information and get it out there with women. So by the time I was taking Laura's I Love My Yoni class, which is probably last year around this time, I didn't think that I was disconnected. And I didn't really, wasn't really aware that there was so much that I didn't know, but I didn't know anything about my cervix. All this stuff that I started learning was really just kind of flooring in the way that I was like, wow, like I, we, and it's, we really don't know. We don't know. Not, I had never had any of that conversation with any of my friends. Um, so again, it's why like, I'm really excited to have found you and be sharing all of this here because probably most of what you were saying, most women have not heard any of that before. And it's really important, like, that should be one of the main things that we as women really know about is our cycles and our blood and to be able to tune in with all of that. Um, okay, so tell us about your, about priestessing. So when did you, um, when did you start finding, well, what is being a priestess to you? Ah. <sighs> It's an ever-evolving process and my relationship to it. For me, priestessing is showing up for others in their transitions, being able to hold that space for what humanity is shifting into with this new paradigm that I feel that we're birthing, this new paradigm where we honor our menstrual flow, we honor our menopause, moon pause time. We don't see these things as a curse where we have to take mitol and uh, espresso to push on through the day, but honoring ritual, honoring ceremony, inviting ceremony, um, and holding space for others as they awaken to this, as well as holding space for others as they awaken, and myself included, it's an ever-evolving process, but to the earth and knowing that we are from the earth and we're working together simultaneously as a whole, as a collective, everyone, all plants and animals, we're all connected. And so it's coming into that realization and, and assisting where I can, where, where there's space that needs to be held, whether that's trauma healing, whether it's like trauma clearing from the womb or from the yoni with tantric practices, yoni massage, dearmoring, things like that, or um, teaching about the blood mysteries or how to support the menstrual cycle. These are the ways that I show up in priestessing, but there's many, many ways to show up, whether it's being a doula or a death doula or um, teaching about sacred union and, and conscious lovemaking and birthing. Uh, there's so many ways to show up in priestessing. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure you uh, had Grail from the the goddess temple and Ashlyn on here. She talks a lot about midwifing, midwifing the veils, which are all these, these nine different thresholds of the priestess realm. So if, if anyone hasn't checked out that podcast, um, did you guys talk about that in your last one? I, I highly recommend to check that out. If you talked about that. We ha I had Grail on first, actually, it just kind of ended up that way. 
And um, yeah, she told us all about that. And then that, she, that training that she is offering, because um, I wanted her to share with us all about that and what that is. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, just priestessing in general. I mean, it all comes from my relationship with myself and source. And that primarily is where everything else stems from. So I'm constantly looking at what am I releasing? How am I growing? What, what am I learning? Um, what are the, the signs and the synchronicities that are appearing in my life? What are the symbols? I feel like priestessing is really looking at everything that's around us as a metaphysical symbol and a tool and the God goddess in it. I believe that we're all creator creatrixes and honoring the God goddess inside, honoring the tools around us and yeah, directing our minds so that we are consciously creating, seeing how we are using cause and effect, how we're growing and how we can really harness our energy so that we can birth magic in the world and help others in that process. Um, to me, I would say that that's my personal definition of my own way of priestessing and my priestess arts mainly are offering the nutrition, the womb clearing, the, the blood mysteries, and just helping with feminine embodiment. And, um, not only for our priestess sisters, but for, um, for all humans, you know, we all have masculine and feminine within. We all have these polarities that we are learning how to embody and work with to create wholeness. And so it's assisting who, who needs help in the moment and being able to honor, honor each other where we're at and also learning what I am learning or being aware of what I am learning in each situation as well. Thank you. And thank you. <laughs> We're doing and just you know a, just a little, little note on that it's it's our own personal experiences that we go through that awaken this inside of us totally I, I say this thing that we all have a seat in the circle and it's true Allie's the first sister that I met walking up to our gathering for the red tent priestess activation we had kind of of me and a friend of mine we had just arrived a little bit late we were trying to set up our tent and then walking up to the circle Laura, I knew from online, but you were the first person that I met there. And so, and here you are coming with all of this experience and magic to share that has totally helped and changed my life and changed the way. One of the things that you teach that is, was really important for me is, okay, so for me to learn about what my hormones are doing, learning that it's more powerful ultimately for me to rest on this specific day and take care of my body and not continue to be like pushing and putting information out there and just go, 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 that actually that's going to deplete my energy that I need for later. And so to, to cultivate more energy and more health that I actually needed to rest. And so learning that information has been life-changing for me. Oh, good sister. Yeah. Um, for anyone who's interested in learning a bit more about that, I do have an, uh, a self-paced online program called Goddess in Rhythm, which teaches you about how not just the science of how hormones shift, but also metaphysically, uh, energetically, emotionally, how we're feeling sexually, how it changes throughout the month, as well as how to support your body with nutrition and recipes to maximize the energy and take care of yourself when you're bleeding versus ovulating. And um, yeah, so thanks for bringing that up. And if anyone's interested in that, it, the program's called Goddess and Rhythm and it's all do it at your own pace. So it's it's fun. It is. Um, 
you will, you have a few different programs that are going on. So that was the question I was going to ask too, is that for somebody who's listening is like, okay, so I'm hearing what you're saying, but I don't know anything about any of that. Hmm. Where do they start? <laughs> well, if you're curious to find more about like what I offer, uh, moderngoddesslifestyle.com is my website. There's a blog on there with a bunch of recipes that are all geared towards hormone balance. So you can learn about your cycle through there, as well as my YouTube channel, Modern Goddess Lifestyle. Uh, and that has videos on how to eat for your menstrual cycle that actually show how to cook certain recipes. And um, that's what I have available. And then I have several online courses and, um, the goddess and rhythm I do run live once a year. Usually that's in the summer or the fall. And then it's self-paced, uh, throughout the rest of the year that you can take on your own time. And, uh, the other one that I actually have coming up that I'm super excited about to share, uh, excited to share about is called juicy feminine living. And this is a 14-week live process with a group of um, women who we are diving deep into our womb space and learning how to birth our reality from the energetics of our womb. And if you don't have a womb and there's been a hysterectomy, the sacral chakra is here no matter what, and that divine feminine energy is vital, and it's important to connect with it. So we're doing things like I mail everyone a jade egg, so either a jade egg or your choice of yoni egg, which I actually have here. If you don't know what a jade egg is, it's an ancient Taoist. Yeah, it's an ancient Taoist practice. Um, it's yoni egg. It's literally made out of jade. It's a crystal, and you insert it into your yoni. And for those who don't know what the word yoni means, it means sacred space in Sanskrit or vagina. So it's your whole pelvic floor is your yoni. And um, working with a jade egg, there's breath work practices and movements with your pelvic floor to help increase the circulation there. So as we go through childbirth or just aging, you know, gravity is pulling on our reproductive organs and they can get saggy. They can push on our bladder and cause urinary incontinence. And the Taoists believed this, the Taoists and the, the Chinese women of ancient China believed that when our sexual organs are toned, not tight, toned and lifted in their proper places, that that increases vitality throughout the whole system so that we have this energy, this um, luminescent energy to carry out our lives as well as increase our sex lives because our sexual energy is directly connected to our creative energy, which is directly connected to our fertility and our libido it's all intertwined. So having more circulation here, having toned um, uh, muscles here in the yoni can really help to increase proper alignment of the reproductive space, which can impact our fertility and our menstrual cycle, as well as increase our libido and increase juiciness here. So, and then that directly impacts energetically our creative energy. So having this vitality to have these sacred visions and then having the energy to birth them and carry them out into the world. So that's essentially what the course is about. It's a four-step process, um, priestess meal plan, eating for your hormones, learning about your hormones, and doing self-care practices like elixirs to help prevent food cravings, hormone balancing herbs, 
as well as yoni steam bathing. So it's all like sacred self-care, whether it's nutrition or yoni care. And then we go into the second portion, which is clearing, working with our yoni um, and the and understanding the trauma that we might carry here or the blocks within our sacral chakra, whether that's to the relationship to ourself or our relationship between giving and receiving because in the demands of this modern day society, sometimes we give, 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 and then we burn out our flame. So it's learning like where our blocks are, where there's trauma, emotional repression and childhood wounding and working through that to clear the energy. And then the third step is all about Shakti activation. So connecting with the jade egg, building up this, this feminine energy and vitality and breath work, um, connecting with these sacred spaces of our body. And then the fourth step is manifestation. So now that we have cultivated this creative sexual energy, where are we directing it and how, you know, not in this, um, this old model of, um, I feel like the go, 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 but the feminine way, the, the flow, the, the Shakti, like how to direct it and harness it into what we're creating. And so there's a little bit in this course around divine feminine in business as well that we talk about. So a lot of women who've taken this course in the past have been entrepreneurs and they've come, you know, birthing Reiki sound healing businesses or creating eco retreat centers in the desert. Uh, that's one of, one of my friends have, has done, um, or they come because they want to heal like a, like a deep rooted issue, um, with their menstrual cycle, like fibroids or pain around menopause, moon pause, and really tap into their body's inner wisdom and heal from the inside out. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's so fun to teach. I love, and I'm getting really excited because it's, um, starting in February. So like right now is like the, the time of the year that the energy is building up to it. But for anyone who's like interested in learning more about this, um, I have a free five-day succulent self-love online retreat that's coming up. That starts on January 15th to the 19th. And there is a little taste of how the course operates. Um, so the retreat, the, the five-day succulent self-love online retreat is we kind of go through the same process a little bit, hormone balancing elixirs, a little bit of clearing, uh, activation with a womb dance, and then talking about manifestation, sex magic, things like that. So it's a little taste of what the online course looks like. And so if anyone is like, what is all this stuff? And you want to learn about it? Um, Come, uh, I can give I can give you the link, Jamie. If, if yeah, anyone that is interested, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just writing that down while you were while you were talking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna sign up for that. So I have taken, um, huh? I said yummy. <laughs> yeah. I have taken um, the Goddess in Rhythm, and I'll just say it is just packed full of information. Ali truly is so excited about all of this. She just it just like pours. It's just, it is, it's just like this fountain. It just like is continuous and it just pours out of you. And it is, it is definitely, um, very in line. This is your sacred purpose. You know, it's, mm. it's, it is, it's very in line. This is a huge part of it and you are helping so many of us. So I also would like to ask you some questions about being an entrepreneur. Totally. <laughs> that is, that is part of it. And that in itself, um, it takes focus and it takes energy and it takes a lot of belief in yourself. And so tell us about that. <laughs> mm. 
because it's also this work that you're doing. You use this work and this knowledge and you work from your womb space. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm so excited to be chatting about this because it's been such a journey for me. I would say that I've always received intuitive messages from the divine about how I can support the world, what we need. And when I first heard that we needed hormone knowledge with nutrition, uh, that was in 2014 when I was opening this cafe. And that's what inspired me to write this book that I've been working on for four years now. It's a cookbook for women's hormone balance. And um, so, yeah, I've always had like a spark of passion that I've trusted, but the whole experience of actually living my dharma through my sacred work in an online space or traveling and chefing for retreats or even, you know, in the community, that was a whole nother journey. A lot of self-trust, um, a lot of working with my own womb, the blocks that I was experiencing. There was a whole period of time that I had to work through the blocks that I had from my childhood around, uh, my sexuality. So, what I teach is that because our sexual sexual energy is connected to our creative energy, we can have blocks with our creative energy if there is blocks within our sexuality. And so what I mean by blocks, it could be shame or guilt. And I come from a Catholic upbringing and, you know, I've learned so many beautiful traditions from experiencing my youth and that religious upbringing. However, there were a lot of things that I was taught that involved a lot of shaming, and there were experiences that I had within my rebellious teenage years that I was actually shamed by my elders for how I was expressing myself sexually, and it caused a lot of secrecy around my sexuality, um, and there was this whole portion of my life as an entrepreneur that I was guided to heal this with my mother and to vocalize how it affected me. And it was uncomfortable. It was challenging. But the way I shared it with her um, was not like a defensive child, like, you hurt me, you're wrong, but more, I want a relationship with you. I want to show myself to you. I want to share these things with you. How can we do this? And she was really able to hear me and actually apologized for some of the things that happened so long ago. You know, we both were just learning. Like, it, it sounds like an incredible job to be a mother. And I hope that one day I'm blessed to be a mother, but we we're both learning, right? This is, this is the sole work that we're doing here together. So this whole process happened. She apologized. She's crying. I'm crying. We're at this restaurant. My dad's just sitting there like <laughs> holding space for us. And I went home and I meditated and I connected with my womb and I felt this complete lightness, this belief in myself, this ability to be seen fearlessly. And, um, the next day I woke up and I had four clients message me out of the blue telling me that they wanted to work with me. And that's when I really started to realize like a lot of what I'm offering as an entrepreneur and what I can hold space for comes from me doing my own shadow work, me clearing, um, what I'm carrying from my 16 year old self or the shame or the guilt or the fear that I'm experiencing in these lower chakras. So, um, 
that definitely was a period of awakening in my life that, um, you know, the more that I tap into doing my own work, the more I'm able to help others and how that's directly impacting what I'm able to give within my work and how I'm able to help others. I know you mentioned that earlier in our conversation, the work that we do is how we can hold greater space for others. Um, so yeah, and then there was, just to share a little bit more about the journey, there was a whole period of the wound I was working with, with which again is another sacral chakra block, um, am I enough? It was kind of like a mix between being seen and and am I enough? And although I knew that I had this great product that I had spent literally two months developing and creating, and there's a lot that goes on in creating an online course, a lot of tech that I had to learn. And I, you know, am a writer and teaching meditation and a chef. And I had to learn all these other internet skills and technology, which that was a block I had overcome in itself. Um, but there was a point that I had created all this amazingness and was so excited to offer it to the world, but I had this wound of, am I enough? I'm not enough. And here's my offering. And I'm so afraid to charge because somebody's going to turn it down because I don't believe fully in myself that maybe I'm not enough. Maybe this isn't going to help people enough. Maybe I'm not good enough. And I really, really had to look at that and shift my perspective internally and look at where that came up. And when I talked to certain people, how that started to play as like an operating system default in my brain and how I had to shift that and really consciously look at that. And there were a number of tests that popped up from the universe, the universe. And I always recognize when, when I'm learning something, things usually come up for me in threes. And I had to go through a series of tests and I shifted that. It still comes up at times, especially if I'm not doing my self ritual, my self care practices, and I'm feeling tired, like that'll come back up and then I'll know like, okay, return to the self care, return to the bout, like the healing, the food, the, um, pleasure practices. Those are things I teach in my course. Um, but yeah, when I worked through that, I started seeing myself differently. Others started seeing myself differently. Then my program started to be bought and I started having a stronger confidence to even share my message and hold space for others in a deeper way. So I would say those are like the two main things I needed to overcome in order to offer my work in the way that I'm offering it. Um, cause there was a lot of fear. I mean, I came from an upbringing that was like, you go to college and then maybe a master's degree, and then you become a lawyer and then you work nine to five and then you retire. You know, it was like, this is how you live your life. And I just knew that there was a different way that I wanted to offer my gifts in the world. And so a lot of it was like trial and error. A lot of it was like doing my own inner healing and kind of fumbling through. But I'm blessed that spirit has always brought me mentors when I needed them um, and just experiences that I could grow from and realize how it was all connected to me growing as an individual and how it was flooding out into my life and into my work. So, yeah. <laughs> I've never shared all of this. This is this feels really incredible to be able to speak about. Thank you for this opportunity. You're welcome. This is just you know this is the the stuff that this is the stuff that I want to hear. This is the stuff that I feel like is really helpful for us to hear about each other's stories because it's not just easy and perfect, and you don't just wake up and go, okay, right, I'm amazing and I have like amazing things to teach, and I'm just gonna like put it together really quick and that's the end of the story it's not like that you have to go through all your own it's part of the being an entrepreneur 
you have to do your own work. And you don't necessarily know that that's going to happen in the beginning, but as soon as you start this process, all of your fear and your resistance and all the stuff that you didn't even know was there is standing in your way, and you have to go on a journey to find it and heal it and love it, and you have to love yourself, and you have to make everything okay, and you have to deal with scarcity complex and um, poverty mentality and not being enough. And maybe you hate yourself in this way because somebody else told you that you were wrong or just all of that. And that you can't not work through that stuff because also if you're working with clients, that's exactly what shows up between you and the client. In order to be able to serve somebody else in the way that you really want to, you have to have done all that work on yourself. And it doesn't mean okay, now you can't start your business until you do all of this work. It's also just to know that it's a process. And so you just taking the step forward to listen to your intuition, to follow your calling, to start putting your work, yourself out there and doing, and doing the work, it's just going to be presented to you. And yes, take all the courses that you feel motivated to take. And if you listen to someone, it's also why I have all these women on this podcast. If you hear someone that you connect to, and that she inspires you, it's giving me chills. Go look her up and find the work that she's doing because there's something in there for you. And it's it also, then we all get to support each other. We're supporting each other. We're, support, we're paying it forward and supporting ourselves in the future as well. And it's like really? this belief in each other. It also strengthens us believing in our own, own voice. So it is a whole cycle and it is an amazing experience and it is worth the struggle. And there are funny parts about what you were saying about like having to learn all the tech. I'm like, we didn't have just, I didn't have to use computers when I was in school. I'm a little bit um, older, old enough that like we didn't have to use computers. And I didn't, um, I didn't even have my own computer until like 2010 and I learned because I wanted to have a MySpace profile for my music. And so, you know, doing all this entrepreneurial stuff, all of it, I just constantly learning how to use this site and that and this. And, um, you know, and it's, it's, there's also gifts and tools and, and things to learn in there. It's like, rather than just be like, I can't do that and try to have somebody else do it for you, you learn how to do it, you become empowered. Totally. Yeah. And, and if anyone's listening, that's going through this right now and they're just like, I want to offer my skills, but like, I can't figure this out online or I can't do this. Like you can, (laughs) whenever you get really, really overwhelmed and think that it's just not going to happen. I've come to realize that that is like the threshold of a breakthrough. Whenever things, thing, whenever things get really, really intense, if I just breathe and stick with it and keep approaching life from curiosity rather than like, it's never going to work out. I failed. Then something shifts. My consciousness picks up new information that I didn't know I could actually learn. People suddenly arrive and like are able to teach me it in a language that I can understand. Like miracles do happen. And I think it's important to just keep believing in yourself I know you mentioned self-love and what you were saying earlier, like that's a big part of the journey too, is like loving yourself through everything. And, um, 
yeah, just staying committed to the dream, staying committed to your why. Why are you doing this? You know, who do you want to help? Who do you want to serve? Staying committed to that can really help to keep the life force activated. So when we get overwhelmed with the task, 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 we can come back to our why and like the, the real reason behind why we're doing this. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That is true and so helpful. Because if you ask the question too, like if I don't do this, who's going to do it? We all have our own message. So you and I could have a very similar message, but it's not the same. And you have your people that you meant to work with. And I have my people that I meant to work with. And sometimes those people cross over for sure, but also sometimes they don't. And so I feel very responsible in that way. I, I started my podcast because I, I was listening to this other girl's podcast and I heard what I needed to hear from her. I heard the same information from other people, but I wasn't hearing it in the same way that I heard it from her. And then it really just kind of turned that thing on me. And I was like, it's right. Like we have messages in the sound of our voice. It's for certain people to hear it. And so it's important for us to go through all of the trials and get it out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I love, Jamie, how you offer your space for other voices because I truly believe we're all in this together and this experience of competition is an old paradigm belief of of scarcity, right? You know, we live in this abundant universe and yeah, we all have people that we resonate with and um, I just love how you support the whole. And I think that it's really important that we come together because that's another thing I've, I've recognized that myself and other entrepreneurs I've heard have come into is feeling like we have to do it all. We have to do it all and all by ourselves and be well-versed in all these different areas. Um, and we don't, the world doesn't work like that. So being able to, um, yeah, support other voices and yeah, lean on each other and share others work and offerings. I think that that's really important and it's just one big energy flow and, yeah thank you for your mission and what you offer and i just love you sister oh i just love you so much too, so for everyone out there modern goddess lifestyle i'll tell you her youtube channel i go there every month to I go, this, is, this is the part of my cycle that i'm in right now and what do i need to be eating Because for me, I am constantly, I have to set alarms for myself to eat. I am just (laughs) busy and running around and I live in a city and it is really easy for me to go get something in a package from someplace or to just drink a coffee or have a box of cookies for lunch. And that doesn't help me for later. And so I will go and look at your site and watch the video that I've already watched before. But it's just really helpful to ground me back in to be like, okay, this is, I'm in my luteal phase. And these are the foods that I should be eating to support mm-hmm. me. Also, so that maybe in a couple in a week, I'm not going to have all those cramps, and it's not going to like kick my butt. I'm actually going to have more energy during mm-hmm. that time. So then maybe I won't have the coffee right now, and, and all of that is just that's been super helpful. Yes, <laughs> that's so good to hear. So I'm going to put all of your information in the show notes, and yeah, we, I, sure. Um, you 
what I'm trying to say is that the, for her programs also that are coming out, like I'm going to put that information on my Facebook page. Any of you that want to get on my email, um, send me a message at Silver Lake Priestess, Jamie Black at silverlakepriestess.com. And I can also send out, I do send out this kind of information in my emails, but I'm going to be sending out an email that has all the information for getting in contact with you and signing up for your program. Yeah, thanks, Lav. Yeah, I want to share this video in my groups, too, so everyone knows about you. I adore you and the work that you did and hosting the Red Tent Priestess Activation in L.A. I know that that was big, so thank you for hosting that and your beautiful music and, and your Avalon training, right? You have an Avalon retreat coming up. I'm going to take a group. I'm going to take a small group. I have space to take six sisters with me to Avalon over the summer, and we are going, you know that's another thing too, when you become just awakened to your own personal priestess path awareness. It's really special to go to the lands that you connect with from your past, to go to these lands and to stand on them. There's powerful activation that happens. Totally. And for all of the women that are working on their messaging and their businesses so that they can get their message out there and they can just be helping people, I want to be able to bring sisters to a place like that. Also to Ashland. I'm going to bring a group of sisters up to Ashland for the week of Beltane. Um, there's an opportunity for us to be priestessing at the Goddess Temple. So um, if you're around, um, we would love to have you be involved in some of the, the uh, it's a group program that I'm offering. So maybe we can get you in there and um, have a cooking class and, and have them. It's always so exciting. Oh, and yeah, the food, all of the food that we offered at the Red Tent Priestess Activation in December, they were all of Allie's recipes. Our friend mm -hmm. Omar made them and she did an incredible job. She definitely did right by your creations. Um, but the food and the recipes that you create are so incredible. Yeah. So everybody... Allie McPhee, please go check her out. Allie, I love you so much. And yeah, thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. I love you too, sister. I'm wondering if anyone who's watching has any questions. Um, I pulled it up on my phone so I can, I can see if anyone wants to comment. Um, there's some people watching. So if you do have any questions that have come up from our, from our conversation and you want to ask, um, yeah, please do. And if you're watching this video later, not live, and you have a question, please ask. We'd, we'd love to answer. So, yeah, we're here for you. We're here. We're, we're all in this together. Okay, well, with that, let's all take a deep breath together. And exhale. I wish all of you a beautiful rest of your day. Blessed be. Blessed be.